Hello, James here. Welcome to the James Cast, and this is a wonderful conversation with Colin Thomas from Essential Maintenance, and we will fix it Dubai, your DIY central zone, and of course, something breaks down in the house. These are the guys to talk to. Look, preventative maintenance has to be on your mind this time of year, thinking about your air conditioning, thinking about fences, thinking about taps, thinking about electricity. Colin's going to delve into that and weather. Imagine. Here we go. This is the James Cast. I ran into Dan the other day. No. Oh yes, he said. And I wasn't yeah, sure if it was he, Dan. Like I no, had to ask him a bunch of questions Dan, because I wasn't sure it was you. Yeah. So, that's, so Dan wasn't sure because I saw him walk by and I'm looking at him and he's looking at me and we both have the. Do you know why he couldn't recognize you? Why? You were wearing a normal shirt. Oh, that would have been. That would yeah, have been he the, totally lost it at that point. That would James been, always wears, wears a yeah. wild shirt. And so the thing is, when I'm not doing podcasting or when I'm not doing some, I put on normal shirts on the weekend. You're about to tell me that when you're not podcasting, you're normal. I'm a normal guy. Don't be silly. <laughs> when I'm not teaching and I'm not podcasting <laughs> and I'm typically not going out to some, so if I'm yes. at the beach, yeah. I just wear a normal shirt. <laughs> the opposite of what most people do. Exactly. I was about to throw that one in there. <laughs> so Dan's not sure if it's me because I got the normal shirt on. Yeah, yeah. Dan, d Dan's got his swim tr trunks on and he's walking around and I'm going, oh, I've, never, I've never seen Dan without a shirt on. So I'm actually yeah. not sure if this is Dan. Yes. And, and I mean, the face kind of worked, but he had sunglasses on and stuff and yep. it, it kind of worked, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure, it's you know, not the easiest is it? And then you hear the accent and I'm going, okay, well that is a British accent. So that could be Dan, but you know, and then you don't, you know, then I'm thinking, you know, there's a lot of Russian people around. I mean, it yeah. could be a Russian Dan there, you know, a doppelganger. Yeah. And so it was and literally. He, he retired quite a few years ago now from <laughs> podcasting, didn't he? Yeah, so yeah. On that basis. It's and so it was, it was kind of fun. I, you know, I was like, Dan, is this Dan? Yeah, I'm Dan. The we will fix it, Dan. Yeah. The, it's, it's, it's yeah, like, yeah. No, no, this is really bad. <laughs> this is really bad. Well, he's got Privily now as well. Yeah. So that, well, that's where we well. met. Yes, that's how we met on yeah. a Privily. And he was, it was funny because he was saying, oh, yeah, I don't know if we're going to keep it going as it starts to get warm. And I'm going, mm. I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm going, but that's the whole reason to have the privily yeah, yeah. is because once cool it gets warmer, yep. you know, you head up to any of these pools. He's got the young child. Yes. Even better. Yeah, you know, I mean, absolutely. as soon as it gets really warm, the Versace pool is spectacular. No, that is great. And it's got a that, wonderful kids room. Yes, I agree. That is, so I, I kind of went, <laughs> Yeah, no brainer. Keep it going. He'll keep it going. He yeah, always yeah. does. He's yeah. just, <laughs> just, he likes to kind of have that doubt in his mind. So yeah. it was always a difficult decision. But we'll keep it going. <laughs> yeah, it'll be one of those. Guaranteed. And especially as soon as he can't play golf anymore, he needs. Uh, but he does he ever stop there. playing golf? Uh, no. Which is, well, yes and no. It's an interesting one with Dan because he gets earlier and earlier as, yeah, yeah, as most of the, the golfers do. And then he gets to the stage where he's shaking so badly having done a round <laughs> from the dehydration. He's like, I drank as much as I possibly could with hydration salts and it's still oh, pouring man. out of me. And then two man. days on the sofa, he then says, I'm never going back to it. And, yeah. uh, you know, four days later, once he stops shaking, back he goes. I'm, I'm seeing pictures. Do you golf? Are you a golfer at oh, all? Oh, hell no. Yeah, I mean, either. No coordination. No. No, I'm not. I, I actually took golfing lessons at one point. So my, mm. my big experience, and I think it sits at the back of my mind, is remember the Dubai Country Club? Yes. Remember they had the sand golf course? Yes. Absolutely. I got kicked off the sand golf course by the, the what do they call them? The umpire. Gamekeeper. Yeah, so whatever the guy is. Not gamekeeper. No, it's Greenkeeper. The, the, the warden. The warden? Well, no, it must be a sand keeper there. Oh, I don't know. The greenkeeper. No, it was, it was whoever comes around, the, the, the golf police. I can't remember what they're called. 
They're called something. Wrong ends. Yeah. It's, <laughs> anyway, so uh, I got kicked off for not having the appropriate attire on. I would have wrapped my club around yeah. his head. And I was playing off of the women's tees because my golfing was so bad. So there I was playing off the women's tees in flip-flops. And uh, the 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 marshal, the marshal came and kicked me off. I said, A, you, you, you're not dressed appropriately. And B, you're playing off the women's tees. And I said, I don't go in. So the thing was, a, a few days later, that marshal had a heart attack and died. So, um, oh. so I, I don't know if it had anything to do with what was going on, but, but, uh, you just admitted you killed a person. I, I'm thinking it, it was the karma from kicking. Well, yeah. But I, so I took golf lessons actually. Oh, okay. And the challenge in, in flip flops. Now I put shoes on for that. I didn't want to get yelled okay. at. So, uh, the problem was, and so I, you know, A, I'm not really good. That was the big thing. Yes. And I was a two club guy. So that yep. was, you know, a putter and uh, um, seven iron. That was what, all I, I was mean, playing with. Ball. I would play two yeah. clubs. Nice. And, and I realized in order to get good at golf, it's an investment of time. Yeah, it is. And that investment leads to you going to playing around, which is, could be half a day. And yeah. I'm, all I'm thinking about is, that's half day I'm not with my family. Yeah. And, and is my wife going to tolerate me trundling off to walk around a golf course, go to rack, go around the golf course, and then come back and it's six hours of the day gone while she's at home with the two boys. And I figured I'll be killed. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> the thing because RGM is a scratch golfer as oh, well. Man. So you can imagine the two of them and they, oh, they, yeah. they play quite a lot together. But there's, there's kind of this, this scenario whereby both of them are just permanently irritated <laughs> by their level of golf, right? <laughs> now, Dan plays off, what, four? And wow. Phil is scratch, right? Wow. And they're still irritated at playing golf because something's gone wrong or a shot's gone wrong. Yeah. And you see him on the telly and they missed a shot from <laughs> 18 feet or whatever. Yeah. And they're really angry with themselves. <laughs> That's not a sport I want to be no. involved with. I'm looking for satisfaction <laughs> and a feeling of, of, of positivity. Yeah. And instead, I can't get a ball in a hole. Yeah. No, yeah. that's not going to work for me, really. Yeah, it doesn't work for me either. I'll so. stick with cars. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I'm. I don't really have any hobby. <laughs> Gardener. This. Podcasting. Probably, yeah. You hey, you know what? I was at, I know. I, 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 so people who are watching this are watching on YouTube. And oh, have we started? I, I, well, I always turn it on. You never oh, cool. Do. Okay. Right, so I haven't said is, anything bad well, yet. Well, this is the thing. I was talking to Jenna. Jenna was in today. She, oh. she actually was in with the baby. No. She, she, oh, I'd show you, but it's on, it's on the phone that's video. Oh, that's fantastic. She came in with Neve. Her, oh, lovely. Her, oh, what a nice day. Yeah. And she, and she Irish. Slept. Uh, I don't know. Neve, yeah, Irish. Neve. Yeah. Well, I don't think she's Irish, but I wonder she's, how she spells it. Well, you know, she's from Liverpool, which traditionally has yeah, what's, what's the a, strongest links with Ireland. Oh, really? Because that was where, as they came she, through, through Liverpool docks. What's the slang that she talks about? A, a scouse. That's that? That's her? Yeah. 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 Okay. It's legendary. All right. But it's like, a, it's, it's such a unique city and it's only probably, I don't know, 40 miles away from my hometown. Oh, wow. Yeah. Night and day, totally different. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, they've got huge links with Ireland. So maybe well, it's we, we had a we had a moment because I mean, first of all, Jenna looks extraordinary. I mean, extraordinary. Wow. And uh, wow. but then then she did she did say that I was being a bit of a a twat. 
because I, I did oh, I like that I, word. <laughs> I don't think she used that word, Didn't but she? I, I, I'm very using British. I know. I say I'm, I'm dwelling on my British uh, thing amazing. because I did well, get, you. I did get called out the other day when I was doing a voiceover and they said, you got to re-record it because I was talking about leisure facilities and they ah, said that that's leisure. leisure. Yeah. Leisure, which was really hard to actually say because in your mind you keep yeah, thinking, I anyway, I did it. I did also did it as cookie monster and sent that to them as well. So nice. I did the whole uh, voiceover and changed portions of it for cookie monster to, uh, do nice yeah is that i didn't know you did voiceovers i were periodically yeah every now and then you probably hear a few ads every now and then yeah, yeah. i only do them for one one agency because i like them that's important and, and isn't that's it? it so i only do it for one group and so it just depends what they get you know it's interesting because <laughs> it, it's totally logical that you would do voiceovers because you are crystal clear yeah. which oh, is you. is quite an achievement yeah, I mean, yeah no but you knew that surely yeah i mean the, the voice works most yeah. of the time oh, your if voice you're really works and a uh, lot of a lot of times they'll use it in india and parts of asia lots of those yeah lots of times in india they'll use my voice for stuff so wow yeah. so anyway this was for something to do in, in the uae i have no idea where it was because i mm. i actually had to get them to give me they said well here's what we want you to read and it was it was pretty short yeah but there's the name of an area that I'd never heard of. Oh. And I'm going, how do you say it? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I know yeah. how I would say it, but I said, how do they want it said? Because yes, the way course. I want to say it. And, and so that was another, you know, that and the, mm. the leisure put together was, was kind of fun. Cool. But the point with Jenna being, Jenna, yes, I after you know, like she does something it's like extraordinary. It's like, wow. You know, it's like, you know, it's fortunately when we're doing a podcast, you have to stare at a person mm. because otherwise it would be, why are you staring at me? Right. Yeah, that would have yeah, been yeah. The, the thing. Yes. And I, I did point out, oh, what, what's going on with those wrinkles on this? Oh, you James. <laughs> yeah, I know. James, 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 James. <laughs> you a married man. Yeah, but I, I, I'm going, yeah, how come the wrinkles have got more on one side than the other? And that's like, that's very nice. So really, when you said I looked awesome, you you didn't really mean it. Is that it. when the insinuation <laughs> of the TWAT came? Yeah, fine. Oh my god! <laughs> and then and then I, I reinforced it really nicely when Andrew dropped by, and I said, "Man, your beard is great." And she's going, "What is it with you?" <laughs> That's harsh. <laughs> but his beard Very did look harsh. gray. I mean, there's like the gray streaks in him. I'm thinking, dude, when did this it's happen? It's been a tough lockdown. You know? I know. I know. I, I looked at my own hair the other day and I said, whoa, what is, I'm, I'm more gray than I used to be. It's like, no. But fortunately, it's a nice blend of gray. So. Yeah, you do. You've got a, a lot of variance in yeah, your gray variance, color. Yeah, variance. That's it. And so yeah. people never. So, so we got a great show, right? We got stuff to talk about. Yes. When we carry up from where we were last week. Talking Can't about many of that. Talking about uh, air conditionings and. Oh yes, we'll done. do. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll do all that. Yeah. That's fine. We got a. Do we got a uh, ten minutes with Colin? As yeah, well? just work that out. Okay. So don't know how long it's going to be. We'll we'll, we'll wait I, and see. Where there's we're there's one that just went up maybe the week week before. Maybe it's just there's one that's going to go up. I uh, know I haven't done this one, so it's going to go up at the end of the week. But there's yeah. one that went up the week before. That ten minutes with Colin was twenty six minutes. <laughs> and that's one of the shorter ones, isn't it? <laughs> I'm not surprised. To 26 I'm, minutes. I'm Cause I'm listening, trying to figure out where does it stop? And I'm listening, listening, listening. I'm looking at the thing. I'm going, wow, it's really good. Oh, here it is. 26. Yeah. It, it, was, it was 26 minutes, 13 seconds. Actually. I can tell you cause I, that, I, I noted it. That sounds quite <laughs> average. <laughs> Mind you, this one, I mean, the nice thing is, that's probably when I planned something and I had all of the, yeah. the additional information in. I haven't planned anything for this one. So it could be nine hours. It could be nine seconds. We'll just have to wait and see. Right. Well, let's get started. Let's start the show. Yeah. 
All right. It's Potaholics time. It's the We Will Fix It show with Colin Thomas from Essential Maintenance and We Will Fix It Dubai and Sometime Car Auction Buyer. Coming to you from the Rove Hotel downtown Dubai in the podcast studio. If there's something going on yeah, with where you live, your house, your cabin, your cottage, your man cave, Colin can sort you out. This is the We Will Fix It podcast. Yeah, how'd you like that? That's, yeah, it's great, but I didn't get the car. <laughs> so, oh, oh, no. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it was one of those. The, the price went a bit high oh. on my online what's, auction. What's, what's your average level that you like to dive in at? I like anywhere between 2013, 2016 Pajeros oh. on the whole. Okay. Accident free. Yeah. And um, yeah, kind of maximum, okay. like um, probably about 50 to 60 would be the maximum oh, okay. I would normally pay in that oh. kind of area. Those, so they but really hold their value nicely. Ridiculously well. Which is why I like them. Actually, it's not just that. It's the reliability I really like. There's still but, a lot um, of them out they, there. Come, they come like <laughs> thick and fast. The most popular car in the UAE. Yes. Yeah, oh, sorry. SUV. Sorry. SUV. Yeah. Most popular SUV. Yeah. And yet they're phasing them out, which is a bit outrageous. They but, didn't even consult me. Can you imagine? <laughs> but like, like you said, it's going to be what five years by yeah, before. Yeah, got ages yet. But I've got to decide what the next um, the next car is going to be. That's going to be my new specialism. I guess you'll have to see where people start uh, moving towards. Well, there is that, but then that move is uh, the worry is it could be a scattergun rather than yeah. the the Bajeroists moving because it was in one the Bajero was really easy. It kept yeah. it, it. They didn't really change anything under the bonnet. Yeah, easy to fix. Uh, I just got one. I just got one that was a 2002. And the guy, it hadn't moved in, what, 18 months or something? And the guy just wanted rid. I'm like, I haven't done one that old. It's not about the money. It'll just be fun. So I took it and it was. It was brilliant fun. We really enjoyed it. It was great. Anyway, the car's immaculate now. Absolutely wonderful. And you know what? After 18 months, turn the key, it started. (laughs) The battery wasn't even dead. I mean, kept on the ground. How's that battery not dead? Never thought in a month. I was just trying to look to see what the kilometers were. Yeah. Starts. Wow. What? How's that possible? Yeah, I know. I sold it in five hours. Really? Nuts. He's now going to tow a trailer, believe it or not. So um, for a company. Well, Which is go. an odd one, yeah. 2002, good year. Always fun. Anyway, that's not really maintenance, is it? No. That is what I actually do these days as a semi-retiree <laughs> for fun. And I do enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. We were talking last podcast about the weather and yeah. it was kind of a slow period and you said I folks did. it's a it's a little bit of a lull now is the time where you're going to get some great deals yes two weeks later it is ballistic what's yeah. going on two degrees average increase is what's going on and uh, that was enough literally the boards are totally full we've pulled every promotion because it just got too crazy uh-huh. and um we are fully into the season now which is quite entertaining because I sold an, a nuts number of vans last week, which is we <laughs> rotate our van stock every three years, basically, okay. that yeah, the, yeah. Um, the vehicles go. And so I'd, I'd really worked hard over the winter to get as many of the old ones gone as possible, but yeah. I was left with like a final seven. And um, I sold four on Thursday. It was wow. just insane. But one of them I haven't even sprayed yet. So I sold it in its original purple color saying, look, I will spray this for you, but yeah. if you want it, it's yeah. the only one I've got available right now. And, um, and then went back to uh, the supplier who we normally buy all of our vans from and said, you know, all that stuff you told me about last week, you know, I had a choice of 28 vans to buy 14, I think I need. Um, I'm ready. I'm ready now. 
I saw Lol 28. Wow. You did what? <laughs> I thought you loved me. <laughs> so, wow, so they, they sold them all? Yeah, whole gone, lot gone. So what, do you, so, so what do you do? I sat down with a very, very big boss, drove all the way to Sharjah to sit with him, yeah. and magically we managed to find some more vans, so okay. we'll be fine. However, okay. it was a bit of a scary moment to explain to Dan, having been so proud of myself for selling yeah. all these vans, that I actually have no replacements for teams to even drive. <laughs> so yeah, I've, I've, I've almost got it under control. Okay. It's gonna take another day, I think, and then we'll be fine, <sighs> somehow. The two degree increase. It's only two degrees. It's two degrees, but to give you an idea, it's it's like a switch. Yeah. So well, I, going I, from winter to summer. I am I am the exact example of this switch. Yeah. At night, AC's back on in our bedroom. Yeah. It wasn't on in the bedroom two weeks ago. Yep. And the other night, I just wasn't sleeping well. And I just said, I said to the wife, I said, I'm just not sleeping well. And she goes, what, too hot? And I go, you know what? I'm going to put the AC on tonight, slept like a baby. There are lots of people that have that issue right now. Yeah. And um, there's loads of people. You ask around, everybody's saying I'm not sleeping well. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying it's just down to the AC, but it is a start point, yeah. even if it's a night and see whether or not it works for you. Yeah. Um, but whacking that back on now and just lowering your body temperature in um, in the bedroom, which has been proven numerous <laughs> times. Well, we also have fans. We've got, we've got rooftop oh, fans. We're, we're big into the fans. Yeah, so all of our, so. so they're, they're actually only place we have them is in the bedrooms. I see. I, the only reason I don't have them is I know what Natalie will do, which is we'll be at Baltic at the lowest that the AC will do plus fans. So we have the AC. So, on, so that was the beautiful thing. So I got the AC on at a decent temperature. So yeah. it's, you know, it's, I think it just brought it down a couple of degrees, yeah. but I got the fan going. It's that just makes it feel like it's five degrees cooler. It's well, just great. mine. Mine. We, we have, I have a temperature sensor in the, yeah. um, uh, in the bedroom and we sleep at 14.6. Oh no, degrees. I'm no, I mean, I'm, I'm 10 degrees higher than that. Apparently so. Yeah. I've got icicles <laughs> going off my beard. It's absolutely insane. Yeah, yeah. But she would literally <laughs> have no winter. problems. It's insane. And she'd literally have the fans on as well to try and get it as close to zero as wow. possible. That's, yeah. that's impressive. But equally, I took her to Scotland once in the middle of summer. She turned blue. <laughs> this is during the day. You know, August, beautiful, sunny day in Scotland. Freezing. And she turned blue. I literally had to get, get and wrap her in this massive jacket wow. at my uh, cousin's wedding. It was quite a classic. So you guys are really busy. Because people nuts. are turning on their AC and they're realizing we've got problems. Yeah, absolutely. Insanely nuts in a wonderful way. I'm not complaining in the slightest, mm. but it's now where you're, all of the planning from winter kind of comes in. And if you haven't quite got your fans in order, it really shows. Yeah. So yeah, we've got, I'm, I'm running around all over the place. You know, I was a bit frazzled by the time I even got here at um, what, 11.30 this morning. And, um, but that's the name of the game. You know, this is what we live for. Yeah. This is, um, this well, is where we need it. Good for the guys, because yeah. if they're, they're doing maintenance on AC units, it is not excruciating. I was going to say extremely yes. hot. It's not excruciatingly hot. It's Absolutely still hot not. on the roof. Yeah, It's 30 plus a lot of time, but yep. but it's not 40 plus. No, exactly. It's, it's a good time to be an AC tech um, yeah. before the craziness happens. But you know, again, that's what we're paid to do. Yeah. If you're an AC tech, you're going to be working in some pretty hot weather by definition. Yeah. Otherwise you're not really needed a lot of the time. So, you know, anyway, we were going to talk in the 10 minutes, um, 10 minutes with me yes, um, about uh, prevention and um, what preventative measures you can take. Let's do it. This is 10 minutes with Colin. So 
The reason I want to talk about preventative measures now, which is not something we tend to go on about, and I'll, I'll explain that too, but the reason is I got caught out this week, James, uh-huh. with a uh-huh. bit of a classic. So <laughs> I'm out and about pajeroing, uh, as I often do, and I got this, you know, the, the nasty red face from uh, that comes from your partner where, you know, you just know. I don't even need to read that. <laughs> I don't know what I'm in trouble for, but I know I'm in trouble. Okay? Yeah. So I had just walked the dog, and I normally do, I don't know, six or seven kilometers in the morning to, to try and get my steps going, ready for the day. And I had come back, quick shower, straight out, because I, I was then behind schedule, and, um, and this face came in, and Natalie hadn't been able to come out on the walk with me like she normally does. So instead, she's like, I know what, I will dust off um, the treadmill and um, go and, and do that instead. And we have a spare bedroom downstairs that we kind of converted to a bit of a gym. And um, she pressed the um, the on button for the AC and absolutely nothing happened. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Um, equally, actually, she then um, thought, right, I'll survive this, but I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll go running and I need some music. And then the do had gone off as well. It wasn't my fault. I paid the bill. It was all due. Um, <laughs> oh, that's so, even worse. So, yeah, I got I got double. I got that one. You know the one with the um, uh, the various letters yeah. that cover the mouth? Hey, the, the, are you talking her mobile, mobile do thing? A mo- uh, no, no, it wasn't. Uh-huh. It was house. Okay, because I found with the do, yeah. this is just a side note, so, I, so I've got mobile. I have my due. If yes. it's due on the twenty seventh, they mm. cut it off at noon on the twenty seventh. If you haven't paid, bit harsh. I mean, same day, like they. Yeah. It's halfway through the day. Yeah. And sometimes I'm just going to pay. Yeah, I'll pay it on the twenty. I don't know why I wait. Now I pay three days, four days earlier. Yes. Well, we've got due home internet. Oh. And okay. um, it's been uh, it's been an odd month for due, and I thought it was just yeah. me. And then so quickly checked on the socials, and no, everybody's having a okay. nightmare. So it's just. So basically, this room is a room that we don't really use that much. Oh. It's during the summer when we yeah. can't really do the long walks. Then at that point, you know, we'll both um, hit the treadmill um, and do a much shorter walk with the dog. But we hadn't really used it very much. Used right. it as a bit of a storeroom with the other renovations going on, and um, but hadn't really used it. So I hadn't really checked that AC uh. or the room as a whole in quite a while. Because it wasn't important. Exactly. Now, at this moment, when it suddenly went hot, it suddenly became important. Yeah. And it was proven that, actually, a bit of preventative maintenance <laughs> would have just checked that out. So, what I suggest to everybody at the moment, so first of all with ACs, is as a start point, work out when you last got them service. Mm. You know? uh, interesting. Did they, did they do like cars, put a sticker on it, said last service was? We have those, but interestingly yeah. enough, quite a lot of people don't like that because the, uh, really? the aesthetic. We've tried to make it as... Yeah. Good looking as possible, but um, quite a lot of people feel as though it is detracting from their house. So it is not. It's on the roof, though. Oh no, no, no! That's not that's not oh. much use because if you imagine it's for oh. a customer to track. Oh, okay. So it has so to be on the indoor thermostat. Oh no, no, no! Yeah. I like that. Okay, yeah, exactly. I got you. Hence the issue. I got you. Um, but you kind of need to work it out because if let's say the absolute worst case scenario is six months. Now, as it turns out, it was exactly six months since I last got my oh. AC serviced. So hopefully the boys are coming to do the rest of them over the next day or two. Um, but at that time, we'd gone through them like you wouldn't believe. Right. But I probably, I, honestly, I really should have checked them again at kind of the four-month stage um, because I'm trying to build reliability into the units. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. if you do that, you need to actually work out whether or not you've got any issues. And... Yeah. 
We do. <laughs> so this unit had a gas leak. Um, oh. And uh, the interesting thing was on the LG units that you get a lot in the ranches, the springs, uh, that, those kind of areas, um, they have a low pressure switch, which is a really sensible idea. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's basically... Is this, a, is this a, on all units or is this just... No, it is variable. Just these LGs? Depends. Well, no, not just the LGs. Quite a lot of brands have them. But the problem is that over the years, these have kind of got less and less mm. effective and they're quite often bypassed which is not good no. okay. um, in which case the unit will still run you've got low gas and as a result it's working really really hard and there's a good, good chance of killing it yeah anyway it turns out it worked on this one okay. absolutely fine and uh, shut off the unit for us and um, so our head tech Rene is, um, is doing the gas leak this morning and hopefully that will be fine but it reminded me about preventative maintenance that I should be doing I haven't looked around at my tank to see whether or not I've got water leaks. Mm. I haven't been, um, you know, I actually, I have done the floors. We're still, we're yeah. getting all of the dining areas being oh, done. Oh Should good. be finished today, finally. But then Natalie and I had the big discussion. It wasn't an argument. Yes, it was. Um, <laughs> about, I've got all these loose tiles that are driving me up the wall. I've got the tiler right here. He's doing the main area, but we've blocked all of that off for, so that all of the dust doesn't doesn't get everywhere. But I've got like eight additional tiles that he really should do while he's here. She's having none of it. I just cannot get logic to win. <laughs> but it's again, it's all of these issues. And then I started looking around at the ceilings at the, uh, that I hadn't redone all of the T runners and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, oh no, I should have used January and February to get all of this done and I've let it slip. Mm. But this is where the problem occurs. Now, we are in a lucky situation, which is it is not one of the ACs that we regularly use. Right. And in all truth, it's not a big deal that we can't go on the treadmill as things sit right now. But th the truth from, for uh, you know the majority of people is each AC is being used. Yeah. And if you have a water leak, DEWA will not help you out. There is not a scenario whereby right. if you have a leak on your property, which is past the DEWA meter, yep. you can't go to DEWA and say, look, I'm really sorry, but we've had this leak, but will you let me off the 25 thousand dollar no. bill yeah it's a blank no it's a blank no which is you know what you've used the water that's yeah. the truth of the matter yeah. So uh, it's so important to keep an eye on that. And again, now these digital meters are coming in. So yeah. they're a really good indication as to when, you're, when you've got an yeah. um, overuse. So, so it's important to kind of um, manage so just, that. So just walk around and take a look at yeah. all of the junction points. Look at your tank. Look at the yes. where there's potential leaking happening. And this actually, especially rooftop tanks, this is a great time of year because you can actually notice if there's just a small leak because it's not as hot and you don't have stuff yes. evaporating. You yep. kind of look like, oh, there's water there in the morning. Yeah. Where'd that come from? Yeah, absolutely. And then there's the uh, the other side of that where not that many people get access to their roofs, but most uh, properties have an overflow. Normally it comes out um, uh, on a side wall, probably about 18 inches above um, mm. the ground level. And just literally looking at that, you can, if there's water coming out of it and it's not, you haven't just had an AC guy on your yeah. roof, you do have yeah, a leak. There's, exactly. not, there's not an ambiguity here. You've got a leak. <laughs> yeah. So you immediately want to get somebody out to fix that before you have that 25 5, I got an interesting one that goes with this preventative maintenance. Mm. The pump on the roof that creates pressure. Ah, yes. Sometimes when I turn on the tap, 
doesn't instantly give me pressure and it, it waits quite a long time. Yeah, there's, so there's a number of elements that can cause that. Interestingly enough, if it still comes on after quite a long period, yeah. um, then it's highly likely there's actually nothing that you can do to improve that dramatically. Right. There might be little things that you can do, but if it's an electronic pressure vessel, yeah. um, they're kind of preset and okay. the failure, they're kind of one of those which is you don't normally replace it unless it has properly fail because you, right. it's unlikely you'll get much benefit. Uh, All it is is the spring in effect that's okay. in the in the uh, unit is not as strong as it used to be, so it doesn't hold as high a pressure right. initially and get push it out, so to start then the pump um, operating. So my, one of my things that I noticed is when it's cooler, it does it more. When it gets warmer, it doesn't do it as much, so I kind of went maybe uh, Okay, well, yeah, differential weather, pressure. Yeah, weather stuff, the, maybe it'll just, yeah. you know, just But also annoying. your plumbing is the biggest determinant of that, yeah. which is if you've got lots of bends on your plumbing circuit, yeah. then it really affects the um, you know the difference in okay. pressure across the overall unit that's mm. required to get all the way up to your pump to say I need water. So it takes time for that pressure to e- even right. out over the system, come down far enough to activate the pump. It's it's mm. more to do with yeah. that on the whole. Crazy, okay, yeah, so it's no big issue. Anything yeah, else is. we should be looking at? Um, what else to be looking at? Uh, you know, the other thing for me is at this time of year, if you want to be efficient, it makes sense to look not just at the preventative stuff that needs doing, but have a look at all of the additional DIY type thing. Because if you go to a company and say, look, I can do all of this in one go, A, it's going to be efficient in terms of your time because it'll be one appointment to get yeah. there to get set up. Hopefully it'll be with specialists at the same time rather yeah. than one guy doing everything, which is dangerous. Um, but it also means that you're paying one call-out fee. Yeah. Instead of having to do like three call-out fees for different jobs, even if different technicians are coming, they should only charge you uh, for oh, one call-out okay. fee. So it's a sensible way of, um, of, of trying to keep that efficiency um, with your maintenance needs. There we go. And that is... 10 Minutes with Colin! Oh, I gotta like that. <laughs> well, you don't like that as much as you like crown moulding for the sounds oh, of it. Oh, you know... We discussed this. <laughs> you hate crown moulding. I hate crown moulding. <laughs> you hate and it. And you were detailed. I saw this. I was like, James, really? Because I was talking about people about how you don't like crown moulding. I don't really? like crown moulding. How can you not like crown moulding? Pretty obvious. Hideous. Yeah, I know. And, and people were saying, but how can that be? And then they and then they started pointing me towards wooden crown moulding. And I went, really? Yes. Wooden crown moulding? And they said, you know, there's all sorts of great tools like you know, nail guns and nail staplers that you can use. And I went, wow, this speaks to Colin. Yes, but (laughs) see, I would love a nail gun, but it is not, no, and I'll tell you why. It has one of the highest incidences of accidents amongst professionals and non-professionals alone. It is ridiculous. I think it's it's right up there with uh, like open blade saws, table saws and that kind of thing for for accidents. Wow. And in my thought, it it just, it looks like a really fun bit of kit. And I just don't like the idea of having that in a family setup, to be pretty honest. You know, it could be anything as simple as just forgetting to depressurize um, the uh, compressor, uh, an air compressor, and leaving it there, and the kid's grabbing it, and I just couldn't handle that. So, uh, and also, you know, the other side of it is, when you think about what a nail gun is there for, it's there to do a very large quantity of- roofing guys they use, and when they're putting down the, you know, the plywood on the roof. Yeah. 
In our warehouse, directly opposite, is a, a fantastic carpenter. Yeah. And literally, all we hear all day is the nail gun just going absolutely <laughs> ballistic. And I, I kind of like it now, but... Um, you like the, the sound of the nail gun. Yeah, I like the sound of the nail gun. You know, it, it sounds effective, you know? So um, I would like, from, from my perspective, I kind of think, well, I don't really have that many projects okay. um, that, that need that, and I've got a very good hammer. So mm-hmm. on that basis... Mm-hmm. And it's and more exercise with the hammer. Yeah, I suppose it is. Yeah. But it, it, I like the noise as well. Yeah. I'm not sure my neighbours do, but um, <laughs> I like the noise of a hammer. There's so, something about also holding a nice weighted hammer, and as you're you yeah. know, hammer, you know hitting that nail. Yeah, I love my and, hammer. And how many how many strikes does it take before you know you've got it down? Yeah. Like that's and can you know? Do you give that last whack to countersink it a little bit? You know, that's. Do you know there was a guy? This is taking me back when I was when I was eighteen. My uncle down in Plymouth, in the southwest of England, beautiful area of the world, um, was renovating his student houses that he just bought, and I was the cheap labour. Uh-huh. Um, so in I went, and I've got to say, I wasn't actually all that effective because I was, I was more interested in reading the newspaper than actually doing the renovations <laughs> in those days. But he brought in a, a chippy to do, um, they'd redone all of the heating there okay. and the heating pipes. And this chippy was something like I'd never seen before because he was, he'd, he swung from back here yeah. somewhere. Yeah. And he was an absolute <laughs> one hit on really? Oh, God, yeah. To get, and he really. He, uh, he basically did all of the uh, the flooring was redone with planks, which these yeah. days you'd normally use chipboard or something right, like that right. for a cheap and easy solution. No, planks. this was all planks. And he's doing one strike? He's doing he's a one nail strike. Wow. Not once. He was doing this hundreds of times. So he must have just had a bicep that was just... just nuts. Wow. And he was uh, and he swung. He swung from a height you've never seen. And my God, trying to work through that, it stopped me from reading the newspaper like you wouldn't believe. But, uh, <laughs> He had some real talent, that fellow. He really did. So you're, you're not, you're not, you're not even swayed a little bit by the crown molding that I threw back in the notes. See the crown molding. <laughs> I, I actually, I can see the end result, but then yeah. looking at the notes there. Did you see that the point where they were talking about the outside corner? Yeah, yeah. and the that's the problem. Faff with a coping yeah, saw to get that to cut, yep. and you're never going to get it right. Have you, you ever played with a coping it. saw? Because I've played with a coping saw, and I can never get it right. I did at school actually. It, it should be easy. Design technology we used to use those, yeah, but like you, you know, one side, then you just reverse yeah. it. The other side, boom, and you put it together. That's it, miter. Yeah, yeah that's miter, miter saw. Yeah, yeah. yeah, miter saw. Yeah, but it doesn't it doesn't work like that, does it? You always got an angle that's out slightly, or the wall is bulging. Oh, see, that's the problem. Yeah. That is always the problem. Is that it, you know we're we're geared to a perfect scenario, yes. And you need a true craftsman who looks at that wall and says, "Yeah, we can do that." Just yeah. like if you're doing tile work, my my brother-in-law is a master tile setter, yeah. And who's oh, who's genius. master yeah. tile setter who's who's pivoted into rock scaling as a career because wow. he loves dynamite. So, uh, but who doesn't love dynamite? Exactly, and, and and climbing up a sheer rock face to blow it apart. Hey, here's an interesting one, a very yeah. similar one. I saw one of the vans that. This morning to a fireworks expert. Oh man! And he was explaining to me how the whole thing is now computer controlled. Yeah, yeah. Computer controlled to such degree that he he programs the whole thing in and he hits one button. Yeah. And that's it. It's done. And it can be remote. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, this sounds like something that terrorists do. He's like, I can be in another country. <laughs> See? There we go. Like, it's, the same, it's the same tech. It's the same tech. I know. It's worrying though, isn't it? Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah like, totally. I can go remote from anywhere. Totally. 
And really? I just think the modeling where they set it up and they've got the computer screens to see yeah. what it's going to go like, and it's just angling and yes. and but that wiring, that's that that whole job of putting it together is crazy. Yes, but I now get the whole dynamite thing. I've yeah. got it. That that must be just incredible. Yeah. And also, I guess working, it's, it's almost one up from fireworks because these days the fireworks, we you you've seen the pre display, you know where you're yeah. going. But when you're blowing up natural rock, yeah, you're not too clear what you've got kind of underneath. <laughs> Exactly. And you've got to wait, even the best bit of all must be after you've hit it, it's all gone bang, and there's that dust cloud. Yeah. Where it's all happened, but you don't know what you've got. Yeah, what's left. That must be quite Back to the Master Tile Center. It's it's craziness because when you're talking, and this is going back to crown molding and walls being off. Yeah. You know, he could take a look at a room and say, oh, yeah, we're going to have to start. A, you never start at one side, you always start in the middle of the workout. But get to the point where he's got to cut all these angles and things because the room is is not not square. square. But but you can't put the tile up to follow the room because then everyone's looking at the tile going, this tile's off. Yes. So you're squaring the room through the tile and it's this optical illusion. And that is the the creation of that job title, master. Master, yeah. You know, and it is when you're a master, that is what you deal with and you do it, you make it look easy. It's amazing to see. And so I always laugh when we've got our aces or you've got your home depots and this and, you know, you and I can do it. Yeah, I can, I can job most anything, but... Is it going to be extraordinary? No, because I'm going to do one once or twice in a lifetime, yeah. as opposed to the guy or gal who's doing it once a week yes. and creating this masterpiece in their very specific area yep. that they work in. And I think that's, that's yeah. <laughs> so, Something else, isn't it? <laughs> so, but I think you're right. If your room's not square and you put up crown molding, it looks like hell. Yeah. But Just, you're not going to know that until you put the crown molding on it. Or the worst one is when you put up floating shelves yeah. and the, the, the ceiling isn't squared and and then your floating shelf always looks crooked (laughs) I remember one of my early jobs one of the early jobs that we were fixing was this enormous floating shelves job and we had like uh, three to put in and they were massive they were maybe four and a half meters long maybe about you could you could at the end of it we could sleep in each one it was they were bigger than a bed that's crazy yeah I know they were nuts but the problem was again they were not square the 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 area we need to put it into and the two walls on both sides and the nightmare that we had trying to get those in was like a two and a half day job to get these four shelves in it was horrible and we'd measured it and measured it you know just it did not work and um, so in the end the subby who built the uh, the shelves and had taken the measurements we got him to come back and like you measured it on that basis, make it work. And again, we had to use cover bits on the corners just to get the whole thing yeah. to work, which is a shame. But the customer was blissfully happy by the end of it all, but we were ragged, frazzled yeah. with the, the mental anguish of whether or not yeah. we were even going to get these in. But that's um, that's kind of normal for DIY. If you haven't been frazzled, <laughs> then what was the point? Exactly. You and, you, and you hope that it all works out in the end. And, yeah. and I don't know, it, it's, it's that, that catch-22, right? Because... You want to do it yourself. You want to learn a little bit, maybe save a little money. Yes. You know, have some experience working with the kids. But if you really want it done right, you should get a professional in. Yes, you're absolutely right. And talking of getting a professional in, the latest Shed Saga is quite oh, a classic. here we go. So the update is, the, we started talking about it. You got the Maranti that you yes. were thinking about, and then you were going with the marine grade plywood. Yeah, marine grade birch ply stuff. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. And you were putting up the siding. You were putting up the roof. You had the father-in-law helping yes, out. Yes, yes. Where are we at? Pretty much there. 
Um, Nothing has changed. There's, no, there's an almighty curveball there. <laughs> oh, okay. So no, no, oh, no. And, and then in the middle, hold on. There was the middle part last week where you talked about the fact, and, and I, I still think the best quote that you had was from Natalie when you had just had the frame. Uh, what well, your beep useless? That's the normal quote. No, she walked out and she went. It's a little small, isn't it? Yeah. Ah, this is where this. Oh, that's a great, great caveat into what, or um, segue rather into into what, what we're talking about now. So when she said that, obviously my response was, "Don't worry, I'll sell this one. I will make an even right. bigger one." Yeah. yeah. And then she flipped. Okay. <laughs> Which was. So you just told me this one's too small. I've just told you I will make you one that is to the sizes that you absolutely require. And on that basis, I am the best husband you could ever imagine. Obviously, no, I'm still the Antichrist, and I don't know why. And it's all the fat in you're going to break my dad. I'm like, break your dad. He's hard as nails. He hasn't been broken in years, and he's enjoying it probably. But I've been busy pajering while he's been quite a lot of this. So, you know. And he's still staying at your place. He hasn't moved back. Yeah, no, no, no. no. We, we, we just got a three month visa. So, this is, you know, we could wow, be on. Three yeah, months. We could be in for a roller coaster here. Um, so, the, the curveball, therefore, was well, if, you're, if this is the route that we're going down on, the only possible scenario for me to do is to buy more shelving. So, I bought bought a big industrial four meter, four level number, um, uh, actually from Dragon Mart, it was cool. And the same guy I bought the previous two meter one, I wanted a matching one. So I gave him a quick phone call and bless me, he's like, don't worry, not only will I, um, I get the four meter from you, you only have to pay me when I turn up. And he's like an independent guy. I'm oh, like, get okay. in. Okay. This is just too good to be true. True to his word. In he came. Exactly brilliant. And you know what? He even, I mean, it's ridiculous, isn't it? On the DIY show to be saying he even <laughs> built it for me. But he did. He assembled it. Nice. I was like, my goodness. It's absolutely perfect. So uh, so that went in. And what that actually did was it liber. And at that point, we were then told. Oh, where, where, the, where is the shelving unit? In the, so it's, in, it's the in the garage, but it's on the side. Okay. in effect and then the other two meter one is at the end ah, okay yeah. now by a pure fluke it turns out that I can get my um, my Nissan Patrol in with inches to spare so I have to wait for the signals to go red and screaming at me stop dead there and then it just fits with inches to spare which wow. is like the perfect design yeah, isn't yeah, it yeah. accidentally yeah. wasn't planned um, but Natalie then had said beforehand taking a step back she said right well now you've got the shelving you need to clear up all of this rubbish that you've got in the garage so that you can actually fit your car in for the first time which was on our six month anniversary of having moved in the place because yeah. it was permanent project stuff so then father-in-law starts getting a little bit too carried away with all my gear that i've got in the uh, in the garage <laughs> which unfortunately had the desired effect for natalie which was it made me clear it up uh-huh so we then spent like five hours cleaning this whole thing up and the garage is utterly immaculate now wow we've, we've even got a place for things really i know it's ridiculous isn't it so, so why do you need the shed well this is where the issue came <laughs> so we went from not having a big enough shed to what the are we actually going to put in this shed now so we then so that has kind of led to a combination of that and like crazy pajeroing and then crazy van sales where i actually haven't been back to finish the front end of the shed which is all we've got to do now yeah in probably a week and um 
is hopefully tomorrow may well be the day where we can get back to it and actually have a little bit of time without being given a shopping list as long as your arm or doing crazy car stuff. Yeah. So yeah, well, well, I'm hoping there'll be big. So the roof is all on. It, Roof's on. It, it yeah. pulled it into place very nicely, as you said. That oh, was a, that, man, was, that the was the challenge. Painful. It's really painful. But I know exactly why, and um, it was a little gamble that I took that didn't work, oh. which was we didn't true uh, true right. it when we were at ground level, and then it just pulled everything else out. So yes, we've got it. We've got it back. Um, but so now it's just the, that's just the door, the front door. That's all you got to put on. Uh, yeah, front panels and front door. Okay. Uh, the front door's built. It just needs to be put into the frame that's already there, uh, and then panel it um, mm. with all the cutting that's involved with that. Nice. Um, and are you still thinking you're going to sell it after? Or nah, nah. nah keep you it. know what? I think it, it might be sensible to keep it for a while. And um, but I really want to kind of perfect the design. Now that we've done it, it's really obvious where the the mm. errors are with the design that we could do a lot better with. If you don't do it soon, though, that that's going to sort of dissipate the. <laughs> The accumulated it, it, knowledge. I agree. And the other problem is, if you imagine, the accumulated enthusiasm will dissipate <laughs> as it gets hot. Yes. So I'm kind of thinking I need to be a bit practical here. So whilst I might talk a really good game about let's do another one, I'm kind of thinking, well, actually, let's get the preservative on, get this one properly finished, and then see it do a summer season. Yeah. Because that's the That'll testing nice. phase, That'll isn't be, it? No, it must be in the, you said it's in that side corner. It must be kind of shady there, too. It's not. Actually, oh, no, bizarre. really? And it's odd because it, yeah, I've got the house on one yeah, side, yeah. and I've got a whole bunch of trees as you can see on the other side. And it still gets full sun. Yeah, really bizarre, isn't it? Odd. So um, it will be hopefully a really good test, I think, this summer um, to see whether or not uh, the whole thing mm. falls to pieces or not. I don't think it will. I want to. I want to jump to those to your your tile guy again. Ah, yes. And he's finished these loose tiles, but now you've got these seven or eight tiles that are loose. He how, should be how? finishing about, literally about now. He, was, he said he'd finish by 12.30. It's currently 12.38. Yeah. So hopefully he has just finished. And um, yeah, onwards. Now, if you had to move on to help you with those loose tiles, yeah. how would he do that? Um, it's, it, actually, it is as basic as he goes around the edge to, um, uh, to get rid of all the grout with a nail or a screw. That's it. He just, just scrapes it out. Yeah, scrapes it out. And then, uh, depending on how loose the, that first tile is, uh, at that point, he can literally get underneath it. It's highly likely he will break the first one. I've now got about 40, 45 tiles, wow. um, okay. which are these are unobtainable. So they're, wow. they're like gold dust to me. Well, they're the ones that came out from the dining area. Oh, okay. The original yeah. ones. So he saved, saved quite a lot, which was great. So it's not the end of the world if he breaks them as he goes. But the problem always is it's never one tile in an area. Right. So when he pulls up the first one, you can guarantee there's going to be more that are loose. So it's probably going to be eight to ten in an area as it is. Mm. So he needs to start saving off that first sacrificial one. He needs to save as many as he can so I don't run out. Um, because there will be more in six months that need mm. doing. But if I'm not allowed to do them, I could be in a bit of trouble. Well, so why wouldn't you just go through? I, I saw some something in one of the links I put up where the guy goes through with a little little little, uh, little grinder little saw it just goes right down the grout angle that, yeah. that's too perilous uh, no, he could do that. That's right. A lot just, of dust, though. That'd just destroy your home. Well, dust is a, a bit of an issue for us <laughs> from an allergies perspective as well. And and forget the allergies. It just is a mess in a home when you've got yeah, that. It is grout th dust. That kind of thing I tend to find is. Um, are you talking about? I, I didn't actually see that one, but I, I normally we would use like a Dremel, yeah, um, yeah with like a, a like a real flexible but yeah. hard flexible um, end piece on it. That the one that I saw was that it was it was so it, it was actually a little bit bigger than a Dremel, almost like an angle grinder. Yes, that they were going 
down the 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 growth. But instead of being a circular rotational um, device, it's more like a blade. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. Right. Okay. I don't like that style yeah. uh, for the simple reason that unless you are absolutely bang on in terms of your direction, right. you are going to start gonna chipping tiles. And all it takes, and tiles don't just chip a little bit; they stick yeah. a massive crack against yeah. them, and you, you're in trouble. The reason people use those is it's much quicker. Right. Um, but for walls on the whole, if you just use the um, you know the Dremel. the Dremel type style, uh, go straight all the way down. Yes, it's rubbish everywhere, but it's it's really the only way to mm. do it, in my opinion. Um, no, with the loose tiles, could it just be that you just need to regrowth them and get them? No, out? no, no. It's definitely they've delaminated. You can uh, hear it. Uh, they need to come up. And also, we've seen the wonderful work that the original tile setter did in our dining area, and 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 it's quite clear he did the whole house. So therefore, we know that this is going to be ongoing issues. But what did um, he do wrong? What was he left? Uh, basically, he didn't use enough tile uh, tile glue in the first instance, oh. and he left air pockets underneath, oh. like really visible air pockets. Um, and it's just the basics of tile work. You never leave Wouldn't, an air wouldn't you like to meet these these people who did the work? For his sake, I would not like to meet him yeah. because he might want to live for another day. But again, this is the problem. If you imagine when um, a lot of these tile setters have arrived in, with basically labouring skills and nothing else. Yeah. And next thing you know, they're a tile setter, yeah. and um, this is what happens. So, it's really important to, to make sure that you put it right and put it right to effectively. And actually, it hasn't been too expensive. All in all, mm. the 30, 30 square meters was um, uh, you know, it's, a, it's a few thousand, but nothing more than that. Wow. So, um, uh, so very happy with that as an end result. Nice. Yeah. So well, hopefully, we'll get to the end of that, and then. I'm going to have to slowly work my way through the, the, the rest of the list because um, we are be so much, busy. There can't be much left on your list. Oh, there's a huge amount really? on the list, yeah. Absolutely loads. All of the uh, the false scenes need redoing, um, without a doubt. At some point, um, as you know, I've got the most fantastic landlord now. He's yeah. absolutely awesome. And uh, I don't know whether it'll be within this contract or the next contract, but we'll probably do all the bathrooms, I think. Nice. Um, as the next one, I think it's a heck of an investment, but he's, he's all up for upgrading the property and it means we get to live in something nice. Yeah. Uh, admittedly, having done the work that you would normally do on a property that you own. But, um, you know, it works well for both both parties. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the one last thing I want to do, is, do we still have time? I yeah, I think so. Yeah, we do. You're okay on the time there? Mm, yeah, kind of. Yeah. No, no, like no all right, I've got on 10. Okay, so we'll, we'll, we'll go for another, you know, five, 10 minutes, but, but cool. I just wanna, just wanna hit in on the, the other thing that starts happening this time of year, and I think it's temperature change Changes, air pressure changes is those squeaky doors again yeah and uh, I noticed one in our place the other day and it's like the master bedroom washroom there's an ensuite yeah and I noticed right in the middle of the night and I'm going oh proper Hitchcock that one, yeah yeah it? It, it's crazy and my, my wife goes I think you got to do something with this I'm going but didn't we just do something with that and then I went in and took another look at the oh I remember all about that hinge it yeah was, it, it's one of those, isn't it? It's really odd because hinges are, are such a pain in the neck. They are. You'd have thought somebody had designed something better by now. I don't get it. Like, hinge. you know, we, we've got batteries. We're landing on Mars. Yeah. They've got sound coming from Mars. I bet they've got hinges on the lunar module. For, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But the darn thing squeak. 
Yeah, it is. Mind you, if they're on Mars, I'm guessing they don't squeak. <laughs> you know what I mean? If nobody's there to hear it. I don't know. Did you see the pictures of the, 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 the rover? I saw, I haven't seen the pictures. I saw it as it was about to okay, land. So there's someone there that's coming down and, and then they've got a composite from something else they put together where it's it does sort of a, it's not video, but it's it's all these vid yeah. photos stitched together and it's it's pretty, it's pretty wicked stuff. Pretty it looks wicked. a bit bleak. Yeah, it does. It, it kind of looks like a, a big piece of, of the middle of nowhere out in Rack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like <laughs> Rack. Find me a comment that's more offensive than that. I like Rack for anybody. No, no, I do love, I love Russell Camel, but you get off the road in the, in the back exactly area there. What and, you mean. and you kind of go, whoa, yeah. what's going on here? This looks like Mars. <laughs> it does. <it's> <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so yeah, hinges. Yeah, right. so I don't believe in the traditional. So the traditional route is uh, paraffin wax. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now in the 1830s, I think paraffin <laughs> wax was a really good solution um, because normally the uh, if you imagine the linchpin that that, yeah. that goes down the middle of the hinge, they used to be a lot looser. So you had space for something as big as paraffin wax. But if you imagine that process. So your options are either to kind of um, grab the paraffin wax and supposedly you're supposed to melt it. Apparently. Right, okay. So you're now pouring <laughs> liquid wax down a door. This is going to end well, James, isn't it? Okay. Secondly, because these days the hinges are much more compact, yeah. it's highly unlikely it's going to get anything more than down the outside of your hinge because it's quite thick anyway. <laughs> All I kept imagining is someone going, oh, this wax isn't loose enough. So they get the blowtorch out <laughs> and then they set the door hinge heats up. And next thing you know, you've charred in the doors. Uh, it's, it's DIY gone bad. I had that video in my head. Yes, you're absolutely right too. It's, it's utter insanity to be honest. I'd like to see it, but no, that's not going to work. Uh, so what are the normal ones? The normal man one is WD-40. Yeah. The normal woman one is olive oil. Yes. Yeah. And there's reason neither, for that. Neither of them last. Yeah, well, both of them are too thin, really, yeah. is the main issue. And they don't really leave much behind. Right. Um, which, uh, for me, is why I use a graphite spray. See, I was, I was gonna, I, I knew that the graphite spray was coming in. Yeah. But you also got graphite powder, which is actually even cooler. Yeah, I've got some of that, too, which I love. You could use the graphite powder instead of the spray. Just yeah. sprinkle on the graphite and away yes. you go. Yes, because you, ideally, you don't want it wet. Because That's you're true. in a home yeah, environment, yeah. and you yeah. don't want overspray, either. Right, right. So um, the graphite powder is Ooh. great. It can be more difficult to apply to actually well, yeah, get how, it into how, the joint. How would you get it into the joint? Well, I, what I do is I use, um, it, it's, it comes in quite a big bottle with a very, very thin neck. So you can actually get quite a lot of air with it okay. to take the air and try and push it in. Now, yeah. I've got to say, it's a bit of a pain to apply for the same reason as a candle wax, which is you are dealing yeah. with quite a tight hinge. And But then again, you can use it alongside a WD-40 in that situation if but, you wanted to get it in there. Wet, yeah, exactly. So the oh, idea so is floating it in ah. and then as the WD-40 evaporates and loses its effectiveness yeah. it's actually carried that along in this? with it. Uh, well no because I've also got the graphite <laughs> spray which in effect right. is that. Can you get graphite spray so, here? Uh, no. I well, I don't know that. I don't know because I got mine from the UK. Yeah. You know, I, unfortunately, I am that much of a geek that it was on a shopping list for a friend yeah. to come and bring over. And right. bless him, Mark did. So thanks, dude. Um, but for most people, I actually I genuinely haven't checked that yet. So okay. if there isn't graphite spray here, then it's time we set up a graphite spray company. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> graphite powder. So you, you would go with the graphite spray, graphite powder. Yes, I would. But Longevity, again, though? mask it. Uh, no, that's much better than okay. WD-40 because in effect, you've got the, the, the yeah. graphite itself that will stay in the joint. Yeah. So that will work a lot more effectively. Uh, but if you imagine, you know the color of graphite. So if you overspray it, 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 it doesn't look great. So uh, normally the way I would do it is I would uh, put it into the door, operate the door backwards and forwards yeah. vigorously yeah. as you always need to. And then I would wipe it off because you're not going to get anything that you can see that's residual. You're not right. going to get into the hinge anymore. It doesn't okay. work like so that. So, and then see whether or not you, you've still got everything okay. And then I would probably go back to it a week later just with a kitchen roll or anything else that's come out. Just give it another wipe. Squeaky hinges is usually just one hinge as well, right? It's not usually. Yeah, but trying to pinpoint which one it is is just a real pain. So you might as well do the lot yeah, okay. and, um, and be done with it. And, uh, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of the ones of hinges. Yeah. They are a pain in the neck, actually. I mean, <laughs> I've got two brand new ones to go and on. And they squeak already? Well, no, 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 no. I've got two brand new ones to go on the shed, right. and I've bought super, super quality. They're galvanized. Yeah. And they just know that they're going to screw. They don't now, but I just know, even though I've bought the best money can buy, yeah. I know they're going to squeak in a month or two. And I know that I'm going to stick before they go on. They're going to get a full dose of the old um, graphite spray as well. And they're still going to do it. Yeah. Stop fair. Come on. And that is the We Will Fix It podcast with Colin Thomas from Essential Maintenance and We Will Fix It Dubai and me, James Pikeaway, coming to you from the Rove Hotel downtown Dubai's epic podcast studio. You want to reach out to us? Podaholics with a K at gmail.com or Podaholics with a K across all the socials. Thank you very much for listening. Share the link. So long for now.